it just don't sit right with me. And I had to express that. Because, cause you know what I'm saying? It ain't like I get on the phone. So I had to express it to you. Like this. Nick Cannon, Drake, Tyson Beckford. All that wasn't sitting right with me. So it's officially beef season, Mark. We got Kanye walking around Lakeshore Drive under the Lake L. Street. Lake Street. <laughs> We're not going to start over again, Nick. <laughs> I suck. I don't even know the streets that, of the place that I live. Uh, but yeah, what did... Uh, I just want to make it clear we're going to stick to hip-hop beefs today, even though there's a whole lot of NBA beefs kicking off um, with the dawn of a new season looming. Uh, So, Lake Street. I'm an idiot. (laughs) Do we want to talk about this Kanye beef? Yeah, let's talk about about beef season. I'm not entirely sure what's happening in that beef anymore. Oh, let's discuss. Kanye just keeps like tweeting positive stuff and now posting that stuff. So... There's a conspiracy theory going around that Drake and Kim have fucked while Kim and Kanye were married. Oh. And supposedly Drake has been alluding to this in like dozens of songs over the last like year or two. But like people are, are it's a conspiracy theory, like trying to put yeah. these things together about this. Kim seems kind of uh, older for Drake's tastes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when Drake said that he used to fuck his babysitter, that, I think I was on one of the songs on Scorpio. That, yeah. That's uh, all sorts of fucked up now. Um, but anyway. Um, Drake, weird guy. Kanye, <laughs> weird guy. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. <laughs> uh, so that's the current beef. Drake was mad that Kanye made a sample for him and didn't give it to him. Yeah. Or something. And, and allegedly they're... sent the your favorite emoji, the purple demon emoji. Yeah, so. Which is really funny in that context. Um, well, and the stuff about supposedly... Kanye leaked the Adnan stuff to Pusha T, even though he's denied it. Yeah. So like that, that's where the yeah. beef is at right now. Those are kind of the roots of the beef, I feel like. Yeah, and then Drake... Um, Kanye's being like surprisingly like trying to patch stuff up, even though yeah, like the more like stuff comes out is like against Kanye. <laughs> yeah, and today Drake hopped on a song with French Montana, and one of his uh, lines in his verse is that don't run up on me with the 305s, yeah. which are the easy boosts. Yeah. So something's going on. We're not sure what. Second beef uh, is MGK and Eminem. Um, this beef stinks. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> it's, it's really lame. So my yeah. kind of, just to give background on my perspective on this beef, um, I listened to Kamikaze the day it came out and was like, uh, yeah, that's better than anything he's put out recently, like, uh, for a while. I also have no interest in listening to it again. Uh, I just, like, at this point... So, I, like, I was in kind of agreement with everybody who was like, oh, Eminem needs to get angry and kind of go after people again to sort of recapture the magic, which he more or less did on this album. Mm-hmm. And I was still like, yeah, it's not doing it for me. <laughs> not doing it for me either. Uh, I think I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't need this from Eminem at his age. Yeah, I mean. Which is hypocritical. About, he can't reinvent himself. Yeah. He's technically a good rapper, like in the fundamentals, like no one's taking that away from Oh, him. yeah. Like, really, he's still like. He's become like get off my lawn rap. Yeah. Which um, 
Micah Peters said that today on On Shuffle. They were talking about the beats and whatnot. Yeah. And said that this whole thing with MGK and Eminem is just a game of get off my lawn rap, which I was right. like, yeah. Which it seems a little, I don't like saying that is almost a little hypocritical because Pusha T is older as well and is involved, but it that seems more authentic. Or this is, I think this is still authentic, but it just seems, I don't know. Oh, it's so dumb. Like, seven years ago, MGK tweeted something about Eminem's daughter being hot, and yeah. then didn't say anything until now. So he's been sitting on that shit for, yeah. like, seven years and now gets mad. That's really lame. And then there's, like, a Fall Out Boy concert involved. and Yeah, yeah that's how you know when your you... rap beef isn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> a big part of it took place at a Fall Out Boy concert. Yeah, and I would say we'll close it out with, this has got to be the most embarrassing thing of all time, is that MGK performed... Rap Devil, which was his diss track to Eminem at a show last weekend in Florida, and everyone booed him. Yeah. Which I think is, like, one of the funniest things that could happen in, yeah. a, in any beef ever. You is, get booed, yeah. You get booed at your own concert for performing the song. That's fucking gold. Uh, let's, let's move on. Grinch? Yeah, the next beef is the Grinch vs. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh... News just broke that Tyler, the creator, is going to, or has done, the theme song for it, um, in addition to Pharrell being the narrator. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, this is a cool trend in pop culture that like rap artists are yeah. getting involved in. Well, yeah, because Tyler did the Bill Nye theme song mm-hmm. earlier as well. Um, so maybe he's got got a little side hustle in this gig economy. Gig economy. <laughs> Giggity giggities. So, yeah, there, there's only a few snippets um, of the theme song in the trailer, plus it's for the Grinch movie, so it's exactly what you would expect. We're going to turn this into a segment. Uh, yeah, the best line from that song, though, is, uh, like, who's mean and who's green? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Grinch. Yeah, it's no, the Tyler was like, who's mean and who's green? Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Just like just about anybody could have written the lyrics, yeah. but it's like Tyler <laughs> rapping it. Write, so, who's yeah, who's yeah, uh, yeah. So um, this got us thinking: if another rapper were to create or remix a theme song to an animated film, who would you pick in what movie? So you go. I got mine. So you need, I think, for this somebody who's really passionate about the subject matter. Uh huh. And I know Lil Uzi is very passionate about anime. Very. So if he did, um, like, the theme song or a soundtrack for a studio, I think it's pronounced Studio Ghibli or Ghibli movie, like Spirited Away um, by uh, Hayao Miyazaki. I don't know what you're talking about. They're, they're anime about. bangers, Nick. They're like su- I was not expecting you to go there. They're around. super famous movies. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's my answer. Uh, what you got? <laughs> um... Vince Staples and uh, Finding Nemo. That's funny. Big fish theory, baby. That's funny. Yeah. They were actually smaller fish. Well, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Mine's more, well, maybe not more relatable. Anime is huge. Uh, Okay. Let's let's move on. I got nothing to say about you. Who would do a Shrek movie? Rick Ross? Action Bronson? Yeah, Action Bronson. Yeah. I think that's smart. Ratatouille would be actually Or Tyler awesome. the creator, and he just recycles the green skin line. Mm. But he's not really mean. Yeah. Shrek's got tooed, but he's not like... Shrek's pretty mean in the beginning. Yeah, then he gets laid. 
Hey, shout out that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, uh, more news, and then we'll move on to our album discussion. Um, actually, let's pencil in a little bit of housekeeping here. Uh, go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at EarbudsCast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then follow us on Spotify at the EarBuds. Um, that's all the housekeeping. Here we go. Um, more news. Uh, Maroon 5 was announced to be doing the Super Bowl halftime show this year. Thoughts? I, Side note, it's in Atlanta. Yes. So I put in the spreadsheet, do we care? And I care because they. this would have been the golden opportunity for the NFL to embrace like hip-hop in some way. They didn't have to like have the Migos do it or somebody, but they could have done. They could have like figured out like a relatively clean, family-friendly set. Usher performed. Yeah, Usher get Outkast. I mean, Outkast isn't gonna agree, but if they had gotten them to do like Hey Ya for a little, yeah, yeah, they did like a Atlanta medley. Yeah, that's what I'm like, off, like, Yeah, a big song. Yeah, uh, instead we get Maroon Five. So I didn't even realize. I kind of forgot they were still making music. To be honest, yeah. we've talked about them because sometimes they have like an ASAP feature or a Kendrick feature, and that's yeah. obviously just a money grab. But like, their fuck, first album's pretty good. Yeah, like 15 years ago. I know. Buck <laughs> Maroon 5 doing the halftime show. That's all I have to say. Yeah, it's lame. Uh, more or less excited for them than JT. Less, I'll, I'll say, less. no, no, no. I'll say at the time, compared to the, the minute you finished listening to Man in the Woods. Oh, <laughs> uh, more, slightly more excited <laughs> than what I was after I listened to Justin's yeah. album. But the pre that album had me very excited. That album came out this calendar year. People forget we had a really bad start to music. Maybe that's why we didn't do a lot of. Uh, yeah. We had Cardi and Saba and and the, Jeff the Rosen first stuff. day of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So. Maybe that's just a me problem and less of an industry problem. Fuck it. Um, let's close, open and close this intro news segment yeah. with Kanye-related activity. Mark? So, um, as Kanye is doing Kanye things on social media, um, which seems like a way to promote what is allegedly a new follow-up to Yeezus. Yandi. Yandi. Uh, maybe the spiritual being behind Jesus. Maybe coming sometime next week. He's been very positive on Twitter and Instagram, and he posted my favorite Kanye post in a long time. I like this positive Kanye way more than, or this love everybody Kanye way more than the MAGA love everybody Kanye. Oh yeah. I think this is the right way to get that message across. Um, <laughs> well, so he posted an image that says. Purchase dictionary, highlight positive words, craft language charged by African parables, will universal power, and manifest world peace. We're going to take a few of those steps <laughs> into our own hands and manifest world peace on our own terms. Sure, sure are. So, I just want to, before, actually, let's just get into it. Go ahead. Oh, I've got a really good idea. Um, so we, Ooh, we both have... Flexible hosts. Yeah. We both have randomwordgenerator.com pulled up and have three words each that are, are going to manifest world peace together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just thought that um, we're going to throw a random urban dictionary entry. Into the mix. Yeah. 
Okay. Onto the top of the pile. So why don't you? Um, sh- okay, I will. Um, my three words to manifest world peace. Um, <laughs> these are housewife reliable communication, and I, what I think this means is that as long as you provide reliable communication with um, a housewife or your housewife, um, it's a great way to, to manifest uh, world peace uh, everywhere. I think that's a little, you know, yeah, not great for 2018 terms. Probably um, not. You know? But that's what randomwordgenerator.com yeah. spit out for us. And, uh, you know, according to Kanye, I think I should highlight the ism yeah. Plaster them all over the city. Actually, we should do that. We should print these out and just say Manifest World Peace yeah. and just put earbuds logos everywhere. <laughs> Manifest World Peace, download the pod. That's the that's the three. Download the pod. <laughs> come, come on the pod. Come on. That's four words. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, Want to know what I got? Sure. Pillow, beginning, and tactic. Okay. So this is like the initial launch of the manifestation of world peace where everybody just gets a good night's sleep. <laughs> this is the dumbest and best segment we've it's, ever had. It's been a long time since we've had a very dumb segment. Uh, um, that's weird. I like that. I'm not going to... If you have your own submissions and you're listening, yeah. feel free to tweet at us or you know, hop in the DMs on IG. I'm not going to read the definition of this Urban Dictionary entry okay. because it's like a paragraph long oh. and quite graphic. <laughs> My mother listens to this? <laughs> yes. Uh, the term is rim job rob. <laughs> I'll leave that up to your imagination or you can Google it. Yo, that's how we manifest. Um, World peace, All right, baby. I just want to share some. So, what do you think the? Because he did post his a dictionary page. Okay. Um, he did? With highlighted words. Don't look it up. What do you think the first word he highlighted is? Can you give me the letter? A. Oh, A. Yeah, it's the it's very the first, first page first of page. his dictionary. Um. I can't. This is Kanye genius brain right here. He highlighted the word A. Like the definition, the first letter of the English alphabet. <laughs> Maybe he's got galaxy brain and knows more than. Yeah, I'm just gonna read off. So this yeah, is this is an abridged um, dictionary because I know this Arvark. This is the worst missing. intro of all time. No, this is great content. Content baby. He highlighted a abacus, abby, abdomen, abet, ability. Abdomen. Able, abnormal, abode, aborigine, abound, above, and above board. Okay. Where do you leave off? <laughs> it sounds like the whole first page of the dictionary. You left off abolish. Okay. I wonder if you made that choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet hell. <laughs> That's a take. Mark is taking two Oh, man. You take another stick of that Gatorade yeah. bottle, buddy. Let's roll. We're only 15 minutes in. Uh, all right. Manifest world peace. Let's ride. That was a good segment. I think that went well. We'll let the people decide. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with that, uh, we're going to get into our album discussions now. Uh, we've got a pretty Chicago-centric episode for you. Okay. Go yeah. ahead. You, you do your thing. 
Yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, um, no, this is a. So I think you were just about to say what we I have was a very Chicago centric episode. We're going to be talking about No Name, Kami, and Joey Perp's recent releases. But before we get into those, um, there's a few other Chicago projects that we're just going to give a quick out, quick shout out to that came out sometime in between our last episode and this one. Mick Jenkins, What Am I to Do? Uh, is a K Trinata production. Anytime those two get together, it's a banger. Yeah, it's very good. Um, Grape Tooth, Red Wine. Very excited for that album. I think we've mentioned them before. Um, yeah, Grape, Grape Tooth are very fun. Yeah, it's a super yeah. groovy song. Um, also, shout out, if they are touring in your city, highly recommend going to see them. But the last time they were in Chicago, they got their concert shut down. For yeah. Pretty much inciting a riot on stage. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Ohm. Parts is their new album that came out recently. It's cool. Listen to it. Uh, O-H-M-M-E. Yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) listening to, yeah, Ohm. Good call. Ohm. Yeah, so that's a a couple shout-outs before we get into, you know, a few more deep dives. Um, And with that, uh, we're going to get into No Name, so let's, uh, let's play a quick snippet. Uh, yeah, anti-political, mythical in the picture Your nigga just moved to wicker Your mammy stay on the south side She paid to clean your house Power pine saw, baby To the scrub club lady Get a naked bitch in videos A drunk club lady Immortalize all 80s And then she real, real nasty Get the on her purse she be real, real blacky Just like a Hillary Clinton Who masqueraded the system Who chicken bone, watermelon Trade a hoodie for hipster Infatuated the menstrual When we cool, they cool We die as cool We super fly indigenous I hop to the moon We brought the movie to America Stuck in the song do you hear me, man? Do you understand? I am black. So that song is called Black Exploitation, and that is uh, the second track on No Name's uh, first studio album, sophomore studio album. I think Telephone was technically that one. Anyway, uh, that was a pretty bad intro. Those labels are all made up, anyways. Yeah. Now. So who cares? Uh, this is her like second project. Yeah. Um, if you will, um, it's called Room 25. She is a Chicago rapper um, whose style is pretty similar to just like kind of um, like word, spoken word. It's kind of what she excels at, obviously. Um, and with that, I'll kick it over to you, Mark. How do you want to start this discussion? Um, and to I, that so... point, maybe we just do like a quick like. This is her follow-up to Telephone, which got like a lot of critical acclaim. Yeah. And she's kind of late come up into the scene. I think she's 27 right now. Yeah. Man, um, she was slacking. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to turn 27. <laughs> I can barely do one pod a month. <laughs> Look at this girl. Uh, yeah, So, and she kind of runs with the same Chicago crew as yeah. all these other up-and-coming guys. Uh, so That's all I have to say. This kind of struck me as a good not good but a very like natural growth from telephone mm-hmm. um i i liked telephone i didn't feel like it had a ton of replayability this album grabbed me like immediately uh it's got the same vibe but like it's just overall tighter and like the lyrics stand out a lot more and uh they're I guess like way more confident to me at least yeah I think you can um, feel her confidence throughout yeah. the album whereas on Telephone you can um, feel her like talent level and like there are high points of it where you're like yeah. oh damn like 
this bitch can rap. Um, but then you get to room 25 and it's, it's really like a huge step forward for mm-hmm. me. Um, which I was happy with because to your point, I don't think Telephone was as re-listenable, at least for me, as some other projects. But um, this I've listened to like five times already. Yeah. And this came out like two weeks ago. Um, but yeah, I think to that point, this one is very braggadocious. Yeah. It's like the word I wanted to put on it because on telephone there was a lot of like I'm unsure of a lot of things and like I'm coming of age and like it's these are a bunch of things mm-hmm. I've seen I don't really have answers for yet and this is like yeah you thought a bitch couldn't rap like yeah look at, like there is she is she still like introspective and mm-hmm. discusses uh, you know failing relationships and stuff but it's all it all comes from a place of confidence and I've seen I saw it two different reviews use the refer to this album as a balm for our times. Oh. It's it's a very comforting album to it listen to. Uh, I also sort of I mean this is there's an obvious link in in here that Saba is featured and they've collabed before, but it really does like in my mind occupy this space as their kind of companion albums. Uh they're both really introspective uh, and have a very uniform sound throughout. Like those sounds are different, uh, but Saba kind of tackles, you know, dealing with loss um, and being black as a male in Chicago. No Name tackles, you know, relationship issues, being black and female um, femininity. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, so there is a, there's a, like a very interesting Venn diagram, I think, working between the two albums. Yeah, and it's great that they came out in the same yeah. year to like kind of put them, not like comparing them side to side, but right. just like under like. I mean, there's they're your brain. They're you know th- what I mean? thematically similar, yeah. but they're still pretty different. Oh, absolutely. I, I would, yeah, I don't want to like pit one against the other. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, we love No Name. We've seen her Twice. one and a half times. One and a half, yeah. <laughs> Um, she's a bad bitch. She really rocks. Um, and there's, I would highly recommend if you like this album, um, do some deep dive, like research on her and like old interviews where like there's stuff about her, like with, um, like accepting of your body and like, she didn't want to like do certain stuff while like on tour and like her writing uh, Mm -hmm. songs. It's just like super interesting how she's like grown as a writer and performer and like actual like rapper over the last couple of years and um if this like the jazzy vibe isn't necessarily up your alley you can search out uh features she's had in the past like she's featured on like a bunch of like the chicago um music like mick jenkins uh chance Mm -hmm. where she's on sort of different sounding beats and just like rips them still yeah in her in her still like that unique like spoken word style but fitting it to like all sorts of different beats. And I think a lot of people were probably exposed to her the first time for anyone that still watches SNL. When Chance was on SNL and performed, um, oh god damn, what's the song with her? Lost. Coloring book. Give me a second, people. Oh yeah, she's on, yeah. Um, she is on, is it Blessings? Oh god, I suck. Anyway, um, she's on Lost off of Acid Rap, and they have um, Israel 
together, which is like a Lucy, which is really good. Yeah. Uh, but I think that kind of going back to what you said, like the jazzy funk soul vibe, that's definitely her, um, like I would say area of expertise. Yeah. And the way that she does and delivers spoken word rap. Um, it's just so good throughout the whole mm-hmm. album. And I think black exploitation, that song we played at the beginning, um, of the segment is the best example of that. Like there's a lot of like interesting background notes yeah. throughout the song. Um, however, do any of these songs overtake um, Diddy Bop as I her best so. song? Yeah? yeah. So Diddy Bop is, I would say, the best song off of Telephone. Yeah. Uh, it's very fun and upbeat. Um, all right. So what would you what would you say? I would. I've been saying um a lot. If you're me too. Uh, if you're going for that sort of vibe, I would put Montego Bay up there. You want to play a little bit? Yeah. Let's do Montego Bay. I think I really want to go someday. I want to fall in love with Montego Bay. I know my heart is whatever he may say. Uh, I think I really want to go someday. I want to fall in love with Montego Bay. I know my heart is whatever he may say. Montego Bay, um, another track off this album. Why do you think that overtakes Diddy Bop? Raven Lanay feature, is that it? Yeah, I don't know if it necessarily throws down the gauntlet and definitively overtakes Diddy Bop, but I think you could hit it up against it. Um, and I want to shout out to Ace with Smino and Saba. Yeah, Ace is great. Um, that song was named Best New Track. Uh, yeah. On Pitchfork, right before they gave No Name Best New Album. Yeah. It's a little bit of a double. Double down. Yeah, double down on her. Um, but yeah, she is really dope. Um, she just has like such a way of like writing and delivering her uh, message. I just want to you know bring up my favorite uh, moment of the entire album, which is on the first song titled "Self." Um, and she, uh, these couple lines go together. So heaven's only four feet tall. I set my ringer to it. Fucked your rapper, homie. Now his ass is making better music. My pussy teaching ninth grade English. My pussy wrote a thesis on col- colonialism. And after that, I was like, shit. She can rap. Bars. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty swag. And throughout that whole song, she keeps saying, you thought a bitch couldn't rap. And then like immediately right. just like yeah. fucking goes ham. So yeah. shout out her. anything else Mark's just standing nope. he's got his nope. tape, tape juice going I got his water he's like just walk it around me alright um, I think that does it for, for the no name chatter uh, definitely check that album out if you haven't already we're gonna move into uh, one of our special boys Kami what up <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's play a little sample here of one of his songs from his recently released EP Very Slight Zoomstar Toy 
bus pull up, I was at Club Paris. Molly in this Patron fifth, I feel so incoherent. Had two strippers in a pull up, blue hundreds count face up. I'm all on her acne makeup, cocaine make her stay up. Superstar, black Uber car, I'm way up, pull up, laid up. See some D class, seat won't stretch, Lamo suit match the decor. Like I got paid out diamonds, like necklace in his songs. They dance like reggaeton, I'll take your housewife from your home. So that track is called A Bit, which features Valley. But the voice you hear there is uh, our boy Kami, um, kind of biting the flow of Valley. I shouldn't say biting. Yeah, I don't think you could call it that when yeah. they're on the track together. Yeah, they not bite it, but paying homage. It definitely delivers in yeah. the same um, the same way. Uh, the first couple, the first time I heard this song, not the first couple, because I definitely looked it up. Yeah. The first time I heard this song, I thought that first part was Valley. Like, oh damn, Kami did just a whole Valley song on his EP. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, where's the Kami part coming in? And then you realize that was him at first. Uh, yeah, that that track really bangs. Um, you know, another one. Well, let's go into this question. Do you did this EP deliver for you in the same way? That you wanted it to, or like, did you want more? Did you want less? I like, think it is was it this transition? a relatively good length. I think uh, if it was any longer, it would have, assuming that same sound sort of carried through, because it is, there are like a handful of songs on there that sound pretty samey, yeah. I think. Uh, which is, there's there's the fine line you walk, walk when you dedicate uh project to one producer which it's smoko ono produced all this uh, which i do like all i like do like the project so i don't want to shit on him yeah smoko ono is cool it does push towards sounding a little samey at times yeah for sure and you might know smoko ono uh did the beat for chances i might need security yeah. recently he did the beat for you mad by vic mensa right so he's pretty so he does have like different yeah. sounds right. he, they just kind of stuck this one with, specifically yeah. seems like the same with different rap flows. Yeah, there there are kind of like reboot stands out as that's different and that man that song has grown on me. Dude, I same, love it. Same. <laughs> Trip water. I yeah. sell seafood. That oh, song. Oh man, when slaps. we were at Baby Atlas, at some similar intro came out and we looked at each other and just the disappointment that came across your face. Dude, that song fucking slaps. It's got 1.3 million views on YouTube right now. The chance which, bump. I the wish. Chance bump, let's talk about that real quick. Let's briefly. talk about the chance bump because I think that Kami is really great. And it's like I want him to do it out of like it's nice that Chance is yeah. helping out. Well, because Chance's verse on this is dope though. Yes. So I think. It's not like he sold out. I, so I'm, during the just like the movies phase or era, um, that was when Chance was sort of estranged. From strange money or save money, uh, strange yeah, money. Yeah, talks about because cool. they, they were like, Kami very clearly did not put him on the album. Right. When they had a whole uh, song with like everyone else. Yeah, around the same time, it still seemed like Joey Perp, who we're going to talk about a little bit later, still maintained some sort of relationship with Chance because uh, Eye Drops came out within a year or so yeah. and had girls at. Um, so I understand Kami wanting to get Chance back on a project, and like the song's called Reboot, which is fitting. 
I think. Yeah, that's fair. I, when they I announced when that. they announced it, um, it, it just said it was like reboot with Kami, Perp, and Chano. I thought it was gonna be like way more explicit about like, yeah, we're back together now. But it's just I think that's still sort of the overall like oh. winking at it. But it's a jam, dude. It really is a jam. Uh, it's long has grown on me, and that it's got a million plays on Spotify right now. Yeah, um, yeah, it's got uh, over. You said like a million views on YouTube. Yeah. Payload, Kami's like arguably other biggest song has like fifteen thousand or something on YouTube. For real? Yeah. That video Wait, look, fact checked. Look it up real quick. Oh, all right. Kill some time while I um, amateur pod. This. But kind of looking forward. So we're gonna talk about Joey Perp later. I was uh, on Spotify today, and I'm not sure yeah, how they. Yeah, twenty nine thousand. Yeah. That sucks. We should bump this every day. I know. On the, the <laughs> IG and Twitter until people like. So I get like go. I get you got to utilize the chance bump if you have it. Yeah. Um, use that card. Uh. It's like the Helen Keller card in. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's gonna fault you for it. Rotten to what? Rotten apples. What the fuck's that? Cards against humanity. No, Helen Keller's in the apples one. Apples, apples. apples yeah. Apples. Yeah, that's like the only uh, problematic one. But yeah, I don't know how Spotify calculates their monthly listeners. Like how how much recency bias is factored in. But Kami and Joey Perp have the same, like about the same amount right now of listed. Monthly listeners yeah. as an artist? Yeah. Really? Um, that's surprising. Yeah, Kami's at 342,000. Yeah, and Perp is right around there. And you can like the top the top tracks yeah. for each the the chance songs are just like wildly skewed. How so, many do you think Girls App has? It's like eighteen million or yeah, something, right? Million. Yeah. Uh, I just I it, I so easily forget how big Chance is. I guess. Like he yeah he's probably. Which did you see? He's got an album collab coming out with Kanye. Yeah. Good ass job. If that supposedly. actually comes out, if that's. One another seven track album, Ooh, oh boy, that's gonna be oh boy. Also, um, give me a Valley seven song Kanye produced album. He Valley deserves that. Is Valley deserves to? the Kanye bump. Well, he's signed to Good Music, and there's a he had an AMA on Reddit a while ago, and like kind of hinted at it. Okay. I mean, that'd be sick. But also, good music is known for just, yeah. like, tossing aside new signees, so... I'm well, pulling for, for Valley and his dog. <laughs> Fucking dog. Okay, let's uh, let's move on from Kami. Go check out Very Slight um, and all of his other projects, because we're big yeah. fans of, of Kami. Uh, let's get into the... Let's get into Joey Perp here. Uh, his album, Quarter Thing, was released um, a couple Fridays ago. Into your enemy, streets to turn your man's into your memory. I keep it a century. I got a lot of people trying to drain me of this energy. Broski had him ten a key. We got chickens to a piece. They gon' have to murder me. They don't want no niggas free. I know this was made for them. I know this was sent for me. I'm just trying to take back every single thing that's meant for me. I don't owe nobody nothing. Everything comes straight from me. Young nigga, go get your bread. Only thing that's bread in me. Some of my niggas still alive. They already dead to me. Uh. Young. I feel no evil. 
evil. Don't speak this serpent before he deceitful. I fear no demons. I buy the change just to free my people. I dream of portions and families that don't know divorces. Wake up to Warren and niggas dying and buying Jordans. It's been a minute. I've been official. I've been efficient. I've been in corners. I've been that nigga. I've been at this shit. I've been at Warren. Been relieved and I've been addicted. I've been recording. They pay me good because I paid attention. Uh. Yo, purple. That was God Body Part Two, um, a track off of Joy of Purps album, Quarter Thing. Uh, Mark, I'll kick it over to you first. Our special boy. Oh man, those Part drums two. on that song. Uh, fucking slaps. Uh, yeah, so this is Joey Purps follow up to Eye Drops, and it's uh, like I I I drops, um, which is his kind of like come up on the scene. Like he had a couple mixtapes before that that were definitely people enjoyed but eye drops was really yeah. like the not groundbreaking yeah. but like the moment people were like oh shit this guy's good we would be um little brain people if we didn't mention that joy perp and kami were a part of a duo and save money called leather cords leather corduroys mm-hmm. um so they they released a couple projects together and have gone solo within the same collective so yeah. smashing success we might have another Leather Chords album on the way. They've hinted to it on Twitter before, but that's not what we're here to talk about. If that happens, oh boy. Yeah, oh boy. They've definitely gotten better. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is Joey Perp's follow-up to Eye Drops, which um, is a great album. Um, I think this is definitely a diversion from Eye Drops. What do you think? So I see... I've seen... Oh, oh. Um, I've seen that sort of tossed about on the internet i don't really understand where that take is coming from so here's my pov and react to it how you want i feel like eye drops um really showcased his writing ability and storytelling within every song um it was a lot more of an album about like his come up like he was a drug dealer's son he sold drugs himself like all the things he saw Whereas this album, to me, is like, oh shit, I made it. Like, I feel like there's less storytelling, is my point of view. It's so like, he definitely is still a very good writer, he's still a very good rapper, but there's definitely less, like, beginning-to-end songs where you're like, oh shit, I feel like I was there at, like, the corner store while this guy was, like, selling drugs, or, like, he saw you die. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, alright. So you took like a thematic yeah. angle on it, yes. which is, that's absolutely correct. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's nothing that approaches like the writing on Corner Store on here. No, exactly. Which that's is, like what I, yeah, was like, okay. that's when he performed that song live at Pitchfork, I was like, holy fuck. Like, yeah. Um, I feel like, So feel. my, like, I was kind of looking at it sonically, which I think all, some of the reviews were also where... They're like, oh, the you know the big Chicago horns and um, that is gone, but that's not really true. The first like third, twenty four karat gold through Hallelujah, um, are like those are horns and drums, and then Elastic and All Shit are like super like Chicago like jukey. They're very jukey. Yeah. Um, which to that point though, 
is a diversion from things he's done before, and I think that this album is a lot different because he tests a lot of new sounds. Right. So but I don't think it's that crazy. No, but I get the I get that. But so I I would say those first three sound like yeah. songs that could be on eye drops for sure. And then it's kind of a smattering of different styles. But that's what eye drops was because eye drops wasn't that whole no, like horn fair. vibe. There was a bunch of different stuff on it. Photo booth was on it. Yeah. That's just that, that song is just bonkers. <laughs> that song is. <laughs> so I think I okay. think they have an overlap of like the the big horns, um, and then, but they're both the back to the Venn diagram, like the the outer circles are just like different sounds that are you know just are different from each other, but it's still structured somewhat similarly. That's fair. I see your point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what new sounds or things he tested did you like the most? Um, in which parts do you think he maybe missed on? Because um, I think we both agree we really like this album. Yeah. It's definitely going to be in our like year-end list, at least yeah. an honorable mention of like our favorite album of the year. Songs are going to be included in our favorite 50 songs of the year. Right. But, like, what parts did you think like really stuck and what parts didn't? So I, um, we both saw him last year at Pitchfork. And he played, he was like, oh, I'm going to play some new stuff. And he played Look at My Wrist and Carl Malone. And both of those just, like, banged live. So I was looking forward to those. And hearing the studio, I really liked. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yep, these still hold up. Uh, so that was, that was kind of like a, a cool thing because we heard them so long ago in, like, a very different setting. He played it, uh, I saw him at House of Bands a little bit ago, and he played, uh, definitely played Look at My Wrist. I don't remember if he played Carl Malone or not. Uh, to actually answer your question, I yeah, think... Yeah, it's a very political way to humble brag into the mic. I wasn't trying to. Oh, you see to. live shows? No, I'm just like, I haven't had that like experience necessarily. Yeah. Um, quarter thing, I think, is like a very cool sound. That's Knox Fortune producing the that song quarter thing yes um the like production is just like bonkers and does all sorts of stuff and he uh it's dope i don't know i don't really have much to say beyond that okay um i guess i'm trying to think of things more like um the new sounds like how did you like you want me to say paint thinner yeah (laughs) so like that song is very different yeah in my it's just him like it's just like spitting for two minutes and 32 seconds. Yes. Like, what did you think of that song? At first, I I was like, oh, this is... I also is... think this song takes a lot of flow from the SoundCloud rap era where it's like four words, yeah. Like, I got me fishing much. Yeah. yeah. Also... Like, like, that hasn't been his style previously, I think. Do you, Did you hear what I th- thought were the Kami ad-libs, the swoop? Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. That's yeah. a fun nod because he's not featured on this. Um, uh, initially, I was like, yeah, this song is good that it's two and a half minutes because it's kind of grating, but it's it's grown on me now. Yeah. I like Paint Thinner. Uh, I guess another song I'm. I will say Paint Thinner. Pitchfork pointed this out. Paint Thinner is probably one of the more personal songs. Yeah. Um, they yeah they did this weird thing where they took your stance of like it's not as like thematic 
you know, storytelling wise, blah, 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 but it's just as impactful with these lines and like a lot of the lines they use were just sort of, well, I don't know, like didn't land for me. I was like, I get like what he's trying to do, but. Well, and I think there's a, like, there's something to be said about that that is like, I don't think he needed to follow up eye drops with like, right. this, like smashing crazy good like personal album like yeah. this dude is young and is on the scene and he wants to test some new shit and yeah see this is like the clear goal of this is to like show off his versatility yeah which he very much yeah. does like there are maybe one or two songs in this where i'm like yeah yeah and not in like a awful way it's just like when you put it in a vacuum compared to the other songs right. of the album you're like yeah like i want to skip over it's a little this let down so i can get to like elastic which i really like that song yeah. even though it's just like about bouncing in the club it's awesome. Uh, yeah, what else uh, do you have here for, for Thought Starters, Mark? That you want to talk about starters. first? Yeah, I Some mean... brain teasers? Yeah, I I mean, I think... Do you want to... Let's touch on the features real quick. Okay. Um, so... Oh, I've got my... He's got the Rizza and the Gizza. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Which I was very surprised to yeah, see. Yeah, so those are so big Wu-Tang. names. Yeah. And then he's got some smaller names that aren't going to have like that appeal, which I thought was interesting. But I think that they're all, all the features work really well. Oh, absolutely. Um, I love C-dot, seeing... Dude, C-Dot Honcho on Look at My Wrist, when he comes in with like the Honcho, Honcho, Honcho. Um, <laughs> and then he hits like the G-Urbo flow. It's awesome. Yeah, C-Dot Honcho is very good on this. Uh, I think Raven Lene is exactly what you'd want her to be on mm-hmm. this. Um if you haven't listened to her, she's an R&B singer from Chicago. She's super young. She's like 18. It's yeah. crazy how like good she is. It's fucking wild. Drake might be into her. How is it going to say? <laughs> uh, um, nah, she rocks on the first song, 24 Karat Gold. Um, my favorite, though, and I think that she steals the show, is on Fessionals, yeah. Diamond Dancing. Queen Key comes in. Cause it's like a very because that song kind of stinks. The whole song is very, is very lo-fi yeah. sounding, and it's like very um, low production. I shouldn't say low production quality, but it's made to feel like um, loud and like not super clear. Yeah, and she comes in and it's like she really steals the show. So I was really happy about that uh, feature. Like I, I didn't I don't know who she is. Right. But like after that, I was like, oh fuck, that's really swag. I like that song a lot now. Once you get to that part. I would agree 100% with that. I thought the Jizza, um, Jizza, Gizza? Yeah. Jizza, Gizza. Uh, the ending to the album is different because the last song has no perp. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like kind of like outro. a spoken word outro. Yeah. Wow. I thought that was an interesting yeah. take on, yeah. you know, your It's album. an interesting utilization of that feature. Yeah, like you got Gizza. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> like that's what we're doing with this? All right. Um. Yeah, uh, I've got nothing else, buddy. Yeah, I just kind of want to listen to this album now. Yeah, let's, let's, end, uh, let's, end, let's end this pod. <laughs> let's end this pod. Listen down and have another beer. Uh, so that's a uh, quarter thing by Joey Perp. Highly recommend earbuds fave. Um, again, uh, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at earbudscast. Uh, then follow us on Spotify at the earbuds. We've got um. Some new playlists coming. We got a Friday feels playlist that's updated every week with just weekend vibes, and then um, a couple uh, like just music discovery playlists around hip hop and then indie pop as well. So give us a shout.
Thanks for listening.